0: Welcome to Ace's Top 10 Takeaways, Episode 10. Today we have a book for anybody out there who's ever had a New Year's resolution and didn't accomplish it. Anyone out there who's ever set out a goal and didn't accomplish it. Anyone out there who's ever had a bad habit they wanted to break and didn't break it. This book is perfect for you and the book is called Stick With It. It goes over the seven scientific methods for you to break any bad habit and to make any good habit. And today we'll be going over the top 10 takeaways of this book. The rules are simple as always. Be in a peaceful, quiet area and get ready for your goals to transform. Takeaway number one. People have a hard time sticking with their plans. We start a habit and we don't end up finishing that habit. We start a diet and end up gaining more weight after we break the diet. We try to save up money and end up spending more money when we stop saving. Recent studies have showed that there's seven psychological forces to sticking with a plan. Some of them are up here. We're going to be going over them today. There was a man who wanted to make a wooden spoon every single day for a whole year. He made an Instagram account so he could post a picture of the wooden spoon every single day to hold himself accountable. It went great for the first two months, three months, four months, five months, but after that he found himself trying to give up. And when he did that... He started getting messages from his followers all across the world telling him, don't give up. We believe in you. And he got messages from other followers across the world saying, you're my inspiration. and You're the reason I was able to do this, this, and this. Because of all the support he got from Instagram, he finished the whole year with making a wooden spoon every single day. And guess what? At the end of the year, he had over 100,000 followers. That was some of the steps here that were used, but we're going to go over all of them today. Here they are. Number one, step ladders. Number two, community. Number three, important. Number four, easy. Number five, neurohacks. Number six, captivating. Number seven, ingrained. So what I want you to do is think about somewhere where you're not doing the best in your life and think about how you could apply these steps to your life. Takeaway number two, when you're rock climbing, the best advice somebody could give you is don't focus too high, don't focus too low, just focus on the next step right in front of you. It's the same exact thing with your dreams. The mistake that most people make is they think about reaching the top of the mountain and nothing else. How about the process getting there? Those are the things you need to think about to get you through the hard work to get to your dreams. That's why they came out with step ladders. It's a beautiful formula. It breaks down your dreams into long-term goals, short-term goals, and steps to get there. Let's say that your dream was to be an expert in Spanish. If your dream was to be an expert in Spanish, your long-term goal would be Learning the full-time Spanish vocabulary. Your short-term goal would be finishing your Spanish book. And steps to get there would be buying a Spanish book, making time in your calendar to study the Spanish book, and signing up for a Spanish class. That's how you should break down all your goals. Now, the funny thing about this is, in this book, it speaks about how they use this method to make us consumers buy things. For example, Fitness Pal, the app. When you download the Fitness Pal app, there's two choices. Sign up or log in. Similar here to the two choices that we have in our goals. After you click on sign up or log in, there's three choices. Gain weight, lose weight, maintain weight. And after you click on that, the fourth thing is how active are you, and there's four choices. Now imagine you went into Fitness Pal and it told you what's your zip code, your address, your email, and it asked you all this information. You would log out right away. You wouldn't even stay in that app. That's the same exact thing with our goals. Stop thinking about reaching the top of the mountain and think about the next step. What's your goal and your dream and how could you break it up into the stepladder's method? Takeaway number three, community. Community is huge for sticking with your plans. The definition of a community is a group of people with the same religious backgrounds and same beliefs. An example of that is like a Jehovah Witnesses, meditators. These are examples of cults. Cults are the strongest kind of community there is out there. Now when you have a strong community with everybody engaged, you create a social magnet. And what a social magnet is, it's when the force of the community makes you join that community. For example, Facebook. When Facebook first started, I bet they emailed you many times and you spammed their email, you deleted it, you didn't know what Facebook was, you didn't want to join, but after months and months and years and years, then your cousin got into Facebook and your friends were in Facebook and your coworkers were in Facebook and then you joined Facebook because of that. That's the use of the social magnet that brought you into Facebook. Now there's six great steps to a great community. Number one, the need to trust. Number two, the need to fit in. Number three, the need for self-worth. Number four, the need for a social magnet like we talked about. Number five, the need to be rewarded. And number six, the need to feel empowered. These are the six steps to make a community. So what's your habit that you're trying to start? And what's a community that you could join? And if there isn't no community, how could you start one yourself? Takeaway number four, important. People don't do things because they were born into it or because they love it. People do things because they think it's important. If smoking was important to you, then you're going to smoke every single day. If your health is important to you, you're going to be in tip-top shape at all times. If exercise is important to you, then what's more valuable, answering your emails or going to the gym? People say they want to stop eating cookies, but it's more important for them to taste a cookie and be satisfied than it is to stop. What's important to you shows up in your daily actions every single day. There's three main things that are important to the population out there. So if you wanna get somebody bought in or engaged, make sure you have all three of these things and at a bare minimum, at least one of these things. Number one, money. Of course that's important. Number two, social connections. What do other people think? Who am I gonna get connected to? And number three, health. In general, that's pretty important to people. So what I want you to do is pick two things in your life. One important, one non-important. Track the activity on these things throughout the week and at the end of the week, ask yourself, how important was this thing or how non-important was this other thing and give yourself an evaluation. Takeaway number five, easy. People wanna keep doing things that are easy. People love doing things that are easy. So how do we make our goals easy? There's three things you can do to control easy in your goals. Number one, environment. If you wanna quit smoking, Get rid of all the cigarettes out of your house. We found that in neighborhoods where there's more liquor stores, people drink more liquor. In neighborhoods where there's more dispensaries, people smoke more marijuana. And in neighborhoods where there's more libraries, people are studying and reading books more because it's easy and it's accessible. People love doing things that are easy to do. Number two, limit your choices. The CEO of Facebook wanted to save time in the morning and not think about what he has to wear. So guess what he did? He bought 15 of the same exact shirt and he wears them every single day in the morning. He doesn't have to think anymore. He made his morning ritual easy. And number three, create a roadmap. Have you ever seen a business owner start a business without a roadmap or a plan? I bet you it's never happened before. You have to have a roadmap. That's why people with trainers in the gym do better than people that are going by themselves because the trainer gives them a roadmap to get their fitness. So what's one behavior that you could change in your life and how could you make it easy to do? Takeaway number six, my favorite, neurohacks. A neurohack hack is a way to trick your brain into doing something you like. There was a man getting a divorce and he was very depressed about the divorce. After the divorce, he was in a very bad state of mind. After a few months, it came time for him to change his password on the computer. And a good friend of his told him, make your password something about forgiving your ex-wife. So that's exactly what he did. He made his password Forgive LC, which was his wife's initials. After three to four months, he completely forgot about his wife and made himself feel better because every single day he'd enter that password and he'd remember to forgive his ex-wife. That's a neurohack. After that, he wanted to quit smoking, so guess what? He made his new password on his computer quit smoking forever. Now every single morning when he wakes up, the first thing he's typing in his computer is quit smoking forever. This is how neural hacks work. It's one of my favorite. I have here a Pavlok in my hand. If I press this button, uh, it's three shocks. That's what wakes me up every single morning. That's how I ensure I get up at five in the morning every single day, another neural hack. Neurohacks are famous everywhere. They're used in elections, they're used in companies, and they're used in relationships. And once you go out there after this video, you're going to start noticing them more and more. They're everywhere. The last neurohack I'll tell you is this. If you want to drink more water, here's a neurohack. Put a gallon of water by your alarm clock. When you wake up and snooze, you're going to drink from that water. When you go to sleep and put your alarm on, you're going to drink from that water again. It's a constant reminder to drink water. That's what neurohacks are. What are your goals that you want to accomplish and your habits that you want to create and how could you use a neurohack for yourself? Takeaway number seven, captivating. Captivating is doing something that you're being rewarded for. Think of coupons for an example. People that use money and spend coupons end up spending more than people without coupons. Why do you think that is? It's because they're being rewarded for their spending. There's five things you can do to make something captivating. Number one, make doing the right thing fun. Number two, use the carrot instead of the stick. Number three, don't assume money is the best reward. Number four, forget about education, use psychology, and emotions. And number five, make the activity itself self-rewarding. Let me give you the perfect example, the American Express Delta card. Once you get one of these, they tell you that you get 35,000 free flyer miles if you spend a certain amount of money in the first month or so. What do people do? They go out running like chickens with their heads cut off to go spend that money so they can get the points. But the important thing is about captivating rewards is they're not spending the cart to get the points. They're spending the cart to get the points so they can travel. They're really thinking about the travel destinations they want to go to. In reality, they could have took that same money and traveled to that place a year ago. That's how captivating works. Reward your people, reward yourself for getting things done, and things will come a lot quicker and a lot more efficient. Takeaway number eight, ingrained. Ingrained is a process the brain uses to create lasting change. Brains are like cars. If you drive a car manually, it's gonna be pretty difficult to do. But if you put it in automatic, it goes and does its thing. Think of your brain like a computer storing your password. It does that so you don't have to think about your password every single time. Same thing with your brain. Even works for newborn babies. How do you think newborn babies are so comfortable with their mother's voice? It's because they've been hearing it month in and month out. Have you ever had a time where you took a route to work and you got so used to that route that you didn't have to think about it anymore? That's another example of your brain ingraining something. And lastly, Michael Phelps, one of my biggest heroes out there, practices seven days a week. How does he do it? His brain is ingrained. He has the same exact warm-up routine that he does every single day. He goes out to the field. He hits himself. He stretches out long. He listens to the same exact music every single time. His brain is ingrained. What could you do with your new habit and how could you make it ingrained? Takeaway number nine, putting it all together. So is there one way to make somebody stick with something? Of course not. If there was, every time somebody reads a good book or a motivation or you watch his video, you're going to go out there to the world and be successful. That's not usually what happens. You see, most people think that lasting change starts with a mind and that's where most people are wrong. They want to watch a motivation. They want to go out into the world and be a hero. That's not how it works. You got to flip these two upside down, put behavior on top, do the behavior first and let the mind follow. So you got the behaviors, you have the seven forces. Now you need to know which force to use with which behavior. The easiest thing to do if you don't know is use all seven forces to make sure that you ingrain a new habit into your life. But in the next takeaway, we're going to go over which behaviors require which of the forces and how you could use those as weapons. Takeaway number 10, how to build a new habit. A lot of us out there use the wrong weapons to build a new habit. Or B, a lot of us out there don't use any weapons at all and don't build a new habit at all. So here's what I want to show you. These are the seven forces we went over. Now over here on the right, you have three different behaviors. You have an automatic behavior. That's something like biting your nails every single day. It's something you do automatically. Then you have a burning behavior. That's something that burns you inside to do, like smoking a cigarette. And then you have a common behavior. That's something that you don't even realize you're doing because it's so common to yourself. Think about going home every single night and grabbing snacks off the fridge and going to the couch. It's something you don't realize you're doing anymore. And then in the boxes, you're going to see stars. And you know what those stars mean? That's the amount of energy you put for each weapon, for each behavior. So for example, for an automatic behavior like biting my nails, I'm going to use a little bit of stepladders, a little bit of ingrained, a touch of captivating, and a touch of neurohacks. I don't have to use easy, important, or community because it doesn't go with that behavior. So think about your behavior right now. Take a picture of this chart. Link your behaviors to this chart and know which weapons you got to use to stop all your bad behaviors today because here's your weapon. YouTube family, thank you so much for subscribing to ACE's Top 10 Takeaways. I hope you took the book, stick with it, and you're going to apply all the weapons that we went over to all the bad behaviors in your life and all the good behaviors that you want to create in your life. Again, we're doing this for you. Like, subscribe, and share the channel with anybody you love and care about because we want to grow organically, all of us together. And also, as you can see, the gear page is out on acesmedia.com down here. Click on the link, check out the gear page subscribe to the channels, and again, it's the aces. Thank you so much.